Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com. Welcome back to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Hey, hey, Mark's not here. I'm here with Will Townsend. I didn't tell you, but he's a very famous analyst. He travels all over the country. He's never at home. Uh, yeah, you are never at home. You're always in another city. Uh, I Drone HD, one of our listeners, has said on Twitter that it sounded like Mark Cohen had a throat infection or a cold or something, so he says hello. <laughs> and uh, we also had a comment, the AT&T Time Warner merger has already encouraged Comcast to go after Fox by outbidding Disney in a $65 billion offer, right? Right, yeah, good point. I think we'll see more you know, consolidation and you know, dominoes falling around this announcement. Like I mentioned, content is king. Um, everyone's, you know, on the consumer side offers unlimited plans. I think T-Mobile's been very disruptive, and so I think you'll see more and more consolidation, and you'll see more of these carriers like the Verizons and the T-Mobiles and Sprints of the world looking to acquire content to compete. Well, let's move our story up about the fastest mobile networks. But before we get into that, I just want I talked about the Korea Summit. We watched it on a Lenovo tablet that has a fabulous kickstand, and we watched it over Wi-Fi. And we watched it on, I, I checked with Twitter to see who was live streaming, and we watched it on News Asia because it's in Asia, right? right, right. <laughs> they were speaking English. <laughs> Did you know, talk about ridiculousness in today's society, there were 3,000 media people who went to that summit, 3,000. Mm -hmm. How many do you think were actually allowed in to ask questions? Maybe a dozen? Seven. Wow. <laughs> the wow. rest of them stood outside in media rooms and watched it on TV, just like I was watching it on my <laughs> tablet in Los Angeles. Now, it just seems to me that journalism is going down a bad road. <laughs> yeah. I mean, those people were not journalists. So let's go to PC Magazine, who I love reading, did the fastest mobile networks by region. Did you take a look at your region, and do you agree with what they had to say? Uh, you know, I, I agree for the most part. I mean, the challenge is, you know, the, you know, different carriers have different strengths based on geography, and that's based on the spectrum that they operate within. And so, you know, in general, I agree. I, I think, you know, they showed Verizon, you know, Verizon Wireless being very competitive. Um, you know, Sprint, you know, got some issues as far as, you know, upload, but download speeds have greatly improved, and that's based on, you know, investments they're making with a technology called Small Cell and Magic Box. But, but remember, um, one of the problems you have with Sprint is that it's a CDMA phone. You can't use a Sprint phone on another network, and, and that's my problem. I happen to have Sprint mm -hmm. as a carrier, and I'm seriously thinking of dropping them just because, but my Sprint signal's so crappy, I don't know how bad T-Mobile's going to be. <laughs> well, I, I know that with, you know, with the next generation networks with 5G, as they start rolling out later this year into 2019, um, they're doing things to uh, to remodulate, and so you you get better compatibility as you as you roam from from network to network. So I I think that will be addressed, you know, longer term. But you're 
you're, you're going to have, you know, pockets of issues. Like you mentioned, AT&T, you know, you, you don't, you know, you're not seeing great coverage in the part of, um, you know, Southern California that you live in. But that, that that's pretty much each of the carriers are going to have their Achilles heels in, you know, different parts of the country for sure. Well, you know, you and I are spoiled in that we often get phones to test and try out. Right. Uh, but the average person has to shell out a thousand dollars for a right. phone. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, that uh, really, who is going to move it over every year and get a new phone every year? You know, I think there's going to come a point where people aren't going to be buying as many phones. I agree. No, I agree. And, and there, and there's some companies that are trying to to be disruptive and bring like this essential a phone. Um, they were trying right. to bring, you know, a, a very compelling price point with features, but they're out of business now, apparently. So, yeah, it's uh, it, it's it's super challenging. I mean, the, it's amazing. You know, smartphones today, they, they I, I read a statistic that they have the equivalent power of a, a, a supercomputer back in, you know, the 70s, you know, like a Cray supercomputer. Right. So they're packing so much technology into that little that little package there, but at some point, you know, do you need all of that horsepower? Do you need you know? it? Right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, iDroneHD on Twitter wanted you to comment on this. He wouldn't be just surprised to see Apple go after a wireless carrier. What do you think? You know, there, there have been plenty of rumors about that. You know, Google getting into the wireless space as well. You know, during the FCC auctions, uh, uh, you know, earlier, you know, this year, um, you know, Google <laughs> – they they were they were on board and they were they were considering you know spectrum so I wouldn't rule any of that out um, you know with with five G as an example it's going to create a new paradigm it's going to create new service delivery it's it's going to support you know autonomous vehicles it's going to support uh, drone deployment you know not only for you know consumer package delivery but for applications like first responder and and, and right. you know, that sort of thing so so I you know yeah you're gonna I think you're gonna see more and more companies do things that are that are sort of outside of their traditional uh, boundaries because they're trying to anticipate that next, you know, sea change with respect to, you know, technology innovation. Right. And, of course, you're looking always on the future side, and I'm looking at it on the consumer side. Mm-hmm. Um, you and I, I think you were in wherever I was, some country, <laughs> where <laughs> I saw the 5G installations. And they have to be pretty close together, and it's going to take a while to build that infrastructure here in the U.S. It will. And once that's up, everybody's got to get a new phone. True. That's right. So it's but, going to drive that 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 um that renewal cycle. You know, you know, the phone manufacturers are going to love that. And but I think 5G will bring some significant advantages. Again, like I mentioned. The, the speed will be 10 times that of what we experience today on what's called 4G LTE. And then the response time or the latency will be incredibly fast. So, you know, lower latency means faster response time. And so, you know, you'll be able to do things that are, that are pretty phenomenal, like stream, live streaming video that's going to be, it'll be 99.9% reliable without buffering. Where Okay, you know, today, well, you're talking about you reliability. Jim Katzman on Twitter made a good point. He said all phone networks have their Achilles heel on speed dial 911. What, what are they going to be able to do? I realize that 5G will geolocate a whole lot better, 
But how long is it going to be before actually 911 is accurate on a cell phone? Well, you know, that's a great question. And um, AT&T is participating in something called FirstNet, and that's a dedicated spectrum for first responders. And so um, I don't I haven't followed FirstNet very closely. That could be a great follow-up maybe on a future, you know, podcast with you, Marsha. Write it down. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll capture that. But I think, you know, um, you know, have your listener, you know, kind of uh, do the Googles on, on FirstNet, and I think you'll find that there's some – you know, some focus there, you know, for, for nine, you know, 911 support and first, you know, first responder well, he, network. He's support. listening to you right now, so he, he got it. <laughs> he didn't cool. have to tell me to tell him. <laughs> <laughs> and iDrone HD said, and now he's a drone guy. He's a serious drone guy. Um, and his name on Twitter is 60K. So con- he says consumer package delivery by drone will be a fleeting fad. He says, and and I kind of tend to agree with that. I can, yeah. d- d- I can't see the air congested with a bunch of drones. Mm-hmm. Second of all, drones are really loud. The bigger the drone gets, the louder it is. Have you noticed sure. that? Yeah, I mean, you're right. The, it's not a toy. And those like my husband who enjoyed the toy factor with the parrot drones. Mm-hmm. Know how easy it is to dump three hundred dollars into the swimming pool, <laughs> <laughs> or have it fly away, like in my instance, on a very windy day, and then it's really gone. is that what happened to yours? Are you kidding? That's what happened to mine. Yeah, and it, thank goodness I only spent a hundred dollars on it, but bye bye. And so, important safety tip out there, listeners: don't fly your drone <laughs> when it's windy. <laughs> well, and also controlling is an issue. I mean, let's face it; it's easy to crash it into things. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, paying 300 we went through two $300 drones. We bought parts to replace them and worked on them and hacked them and forget it. Forget it. Just forget <laughs> it. <laughs> well, it's interesting. I, I recently spoke with Verizon and spoke to someone um, that, that's focused on what they're doing with drones. And really, the, and, and I agree with, with the listener that that package delivery will be a fleeting fad. The, the application really is for infrastructure for the carriers, and they can do things with drones like, you know, provide almost instant coverage, you know, for, you know, for times when, let's say, there's a sporting event and you've got overcapacity on the network in that particular area. So you can add capacity very quickly versus what's done today, you know, that's, that, that utilizes balloons and, and actually physical lines. Um, drones can do that much more uh, efficiently and effectively. Well, it's terrible because iDrone said, or how certain people will shoot them out of the sky. I got to tell you, I can't think of, have you ever shot skeet? I have, yeah. Is that great fun? Now picture drones. (laughs) Picture drones. (laughs) Now some guy's controlling a drone. He's trying to keep it out of your shotgun. I mean, this could be fun. (laughs) It It could be a new sport. (laughs) <laughs> I like it. It would be expensive, but you know, as the price comes down, what the heck? <laughs> and they have come down. I mean, you can buy you know pretty affordable drones now with with integrated cameras for fifty, sixty dollars. So okay, yeah. skip that. I'm thinking we start the first drone shooting range. <laughs> <laughs> That's a million dollar idea, Marsha. <laughs> I think we could do this and start it in Texas, right by you. Hey, we love our guns in Texas, so I think it would be a smashing success. I think so, and we have a, a range right near here. I'm thinking we could start in the two cities. Anyway, we'll talk about that off the air. All right, so net neutrality. 
uh, everybody knows the phrase, everybody hears about it, but it's dead now, officially, or so they mm -hmm. say. What does this mean? Would you please explain it? Because uh, it, it's like blockchain. Everybody says it, but who really knows? <laughs> Come on, what the hell is blockchain? Yeah, I, That's I another. I, yeah, I find as I talk to people, everyone has a different interpretation of what it is. I mean, quite right. simply, net neutrality is about giving, giving equal access to every single website or web property on the Internet. And when you do away with net neutrality, what you introduce is opportunities, you know, to, you know, throttle and change and block access and slow speeds based on a website or company's willingness to pay additional, you know, dollars. Now, I think the current administration, their thought process was do away with that. It's going to create more competitiveness. It's going to generate revenue. But here's the deal. Consumers... They, 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 get, they get it in the pants. I mean, they get kicked in the pants, you know. So we end up paying more. Sure, you know, you know the Verizons and the AT&Ts might be able to start charging, you know, more with network slicing and services. But, you know, at the end of the day, consumers, you know, theoretically, we're going we're gonna to be paying more potentially. So that, that's the slippery slope of, of repealing net neutrality. Well, I, you know, I think that people will just say no. You know, I'm not going to pay anymore. And then that will hurt their other expanded entertainment industries. And uh, I think it's a slippery slope. I kind of go with the competition idea. Right. Not that I want to be charged extra. I think that blows. I, I think that's terrible because I can right. see um, we're, I think, whatever Spectrum is owned by. I think that's Comcast. We've measured it. You know, we're downloading a bunch of shows. We're watching that. I'm dying up here. Have you seen that series? I haven't. Oh, it's great. It's great. It's about an L.A. comedy club. I've, I forget what it's on, but we've been downloading the whole series. And all of a sudden, at 10 at night, we're getting 6.9 download. Yeah. And I walk around the house with, you know, the Wi-Fi app, and I'm seeing it's slow here, it's slow here, what's going on. And... It's, it's going to make everything a little bit more complex because still, I think at home, people aren't using their phones as a hotspot. Right. You're right. You're absolutely right. So at home, I think giving everybody a blanket 100 megabytes, what do you think, per second, I, and then go I, from there? Yeah. I mean, that, that's definitely one approach. That's one way to do it. Um. Okay, Jim Katzman, he's the comedian. He says, drones will be replaced by rocket-powered Teslas traveling in underground hyperloops. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> we, ha we have a good, good group here. So uh, net neutrality, I think it's going to be something we're just going to have to watch. And, and we've been in America for a long time, and competition has really shaken out a bunch of things. It has, you know, and, and I agree. It'll be interesting to see how things shake out. I I really believe that um, you know the you know the carriers, the Verizons, the AT and Ts of the world, they're going to use content to create stickiness um, to keep right. subscribers and, to keep subscribers right. and to lower their churn. So, um, yeah. but I got to tell you, um, we have one TV where we use a Fire Stick. It's here in my office, and I got to tell you, the Fire Stick experience versus Dish Network, 
kind of blows. <laughs> it really <laughs> blows. And we have we have fast internet here in the house, you know. Uh, right. We actually went on Amazon where you can get a booster for your Fire Stick signal. Right. I don't know how that's going to work out. That'll be a review next week. But uh, yeah, so I mean, I'm the, sitting yeah, sitting six feet challenge. away from an, a WRT 1900 AC router, like six foot, literally. And it starts chugging on a fire stick, and I'm not even in HD. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, and that, you know, that's the scary thing about net neutrality. So you have these services that are, that are web streaming, such as um, Sling TV and, and, you know, the fire stick, you know, the Amazon service, and it's called, you know, over the top or OTT. Right. You know, and, and, and here's where the carriers they can start with, with the, uh, the abolition of net neutrality. They can start throttling those services because, remember, those services piggyback on, on the carrier networks. And so, you know, the carriers play nice and allow these services to, to stream over their networks, but that, that draws bandwidth down. And so you, you will probably start seeing some degradation in performance, not only with, you know, the Amazon service, but potentially with, you know, with, with other services like Sling and, you know, and, and that sort of thing. So it'll, it'll be very interesting to see, to your point, Marsha, how that all shakes out. Yeah, because if your job is to feed people services and entertainment, aren't you cutting your own throat by raising the price of your access? You, you are, mean, and you're, you're putting yourself at risk to, to turn that subscriber to another service. Absolutely. Right? Yeah, right? So absolutely. the competition theory if we want to go there, might not be bad. It might not so be bad. Before we talk about Father's Day, which we have to because Father's Day tech gifts, blah, blah, blah. Did you know that there was a built-in malware scanner in Chrome? I had no idea. I mean, you shared that article with me, and uh, I, I had no idea. I, and I'm a Chrome user, just like I think everyone else on the planet. <laughs> right. I'm going to share that article out later today also. But Or in, if you're listening in the archives, just Google it. A malware scanner in Chrome. Um, I did it. I went to the settings and found it and ran it. And I don't know. I was expecting a drum roll. I was expecting something. It, you know, it just basically chugged for a couple seconds and then said, "You're fine. You're safe. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're good." So that was disappointing. What did you but want, Marcia? <laughs> did you yeah, want like, a want... siren to go off? Yeah, I want, you know, if something bad was there, I'd want to just go whoop, 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 <laughs> right? I mean, at least, or sure. a round of applause if it was clean. Yay! Good system, good system. You know, give me something. It's all let's about give, entertainment. <laughs> let's give Google the feedback. I think, you know, they, they would jump all over that. As a matter of fact, somebody from Google Photos is going to be on our show uh, I owe him an email. Oops, I'm so bad. I'm so bad. So is your dad around? My dad passed away. My dad passed away a few years as well. So it kind of makes, and there are a lot of dads who don't have their sons and daughters around because of, you know, life. And so dad, Father's Day is a bittersweet day for a lot of people. And if you're a father, I say go buy yourself a gift. That's what I did when I was at Disney World this, this past week. <laughs> What'd you I buy yourself stuff. for Father's well, Day? Well, I went 
I went to the, I did all the Star Wars things, and I bought myself uh, about two hundred bucks worth of uh, Star Wars gear. So that was uh, that was Happy Father's Day to me. <laughs> that, see, see, and you, yeah, because I was reading an article. Dad, really, if Dad's into barbecue, he's got all the charcoal and sauce that he wants. Trust him. You don't have to give him anything else. He's exactly. got all the tools. Yeah, dads are like that. Um, as a matter of fact, we did, we were going to go somewhere. I'm taking my husband out for Father's Day because we have a cat, right? So mm-hmm. that's there's that. And we've decided to go to the Dad's Haven, the New Balance Factory Outlet Store. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. I was, I was right? expecting you to say that you were going to barbecue the cat, Marsha. <laughs> oh, God. That's our child. What are you saying? <laughs> no, we're going to go to the New Balance Factory Outlet Store because, I mean, is there a better dad place than that? You know, there's not. And if they sell fanny packs, which apparently are back in style. After they are back in World, style. Then, they then are. It's, it's, it's golden. <laughs> did, you, did you buy one? I refuse to buy one, but I saw we, many people sporting them at Disney World this past week. Well, you know, I've seen the Chanel, I've seen Gucci, I've seen all the fancy ones, but one of the things of being experienced, I'm not saying getting older, but being experienced, <laughs> is if you remember how goofy and stupid those things look, right? Oh, my gosh. From back yeah. in the day. When everybody was walking, because most people aren't slim through the middle. The last thing they knew, need is extra padding around around the waist, right? Exposed padding, yeah. right? I mean, make you look even fatter. But <laughs> <laughs> this is in style now. You know what can so, I say? But with it's um, black, you know, Marsh, it's got to be it's got to be slimming if it's black, right? That's the old that's adage. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I think I might adapt maybe to a one-shoulder backpack, but that's as far as I'll go. Those are hip. I'm on uh, Jim, Jim Katzeman said, Marsha Collier wants the Chrome malware scanner to start barking and alert you when Timmy is in the well. <laughs> are you old enough to understand that? <laughs> I get it. <laughs> Lassie, right? That's right. <laughs> Okay, well, if you haven't bought a Father's Day gift, which a lot of people haven't, I'm bad with cards. i got to get out the crayons and make a card from the cat for my husband. Um, Best Buy is a great place to go. They are not a sponsor, but easy shopping place. And if you Google Father's Day gift ideas Best Buy, they have a page called Top Tech Dad. You see any good things on there that you'd recommend for people that people could just run into a Best Buy and get for their dad? Oh, uh, you know, an Apple Watch or a PlayStation. You know, if dad's a gamer, um, those are two. I think those would be two great gifts. I mean, you know, the Apple Watch is something that, you know, I, I don't think, you know, a lot of dads would necessarily, you know, want to buy for themselves unless they're they're total, total geeks. Um, I guess I'm a geek. Um, yeah. Well, I had a smart watch for a while, and I just have a collection of really nice watches. And I, just, I, I don't care. I shut off my notifications anyway. I don't want to know. Right. So, you know, there's that. Um, but I see they have the Fire TV stick on sale. Yes, they do. <laughs> $29.99. Oh, by the way, I meant to tell you, so the new Dish uh, Alexa that they integrate together, whatever, the skill. 
right. was updated last week. And we have Alexa in the kitchen. And now you can say, and I'm not going to say the keyword because it makes everybody's do something, but we'll say echo. Find Big Bang Theory. And it goes ahead and changes the TV. That's kind of cool. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, find uh, Nicolas Cage movies. And then the screen goes and it finds every Nicolas Cage movie known to mankind. You click on it and you can find when you can watch it or download it. Because or... Netflix, you know, is integrated into Dish. Right, so, right. So you have all the on-demand stuff from every network. And you've got Netflix. Oh, and you have Sirius XM. So if you mm -hmm. want it to play Barry White for a little <laughs> E. <laughs> I did that once. My husband just started laughing. <laughs> Marcia. <laughs> Will, it was so much fun having you with me this week. Thank you, Marcia. I enjoyed it. Isn't this a fun show? I love it. I want to, I want to come back again and host again. So maybe Marcia okay, well, uh, can take another vacation day. I think that's a great idea. We'll get the show notes up real quick, so the archives will be in the air on iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, uh, Stitcher, and all of those. We'll see you next week. Don't text and You've drive. Been listening bye bye. To Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier, produced by Brain Food Radio Syndication, global food for thought. Tired of presentations with no impact, no inspiration, and no traction? Do dull speakers have you and your team disengaged and distracted by smartphones? Christopher McAuliffe brings energy, insights, and two decades of experience delivered with punch, humor, and heart. Your team will leave energized, uplifted, and with a sense of purpose. Visit ChristopherMcAuliffe.com to bring some heat to your next speaking engagement. M-C-A-U-L-I-F-F-E. ChristopherMcAuliffe.com. Hi, Scale listener. This is David Finkel, co-host with Jeff Hoffman of Scale Your Business Radio. I wanted to let you know that our newest book, Scale, was just released and encourage you to get your copy. The book will give you seven proven principles to grow your business and get your life back. It's for every entrepreneur who ever wondered if they really own their business or if their business owns them. It'll help you to work less by getting your business to produce more. Get your copy online or at your local bookseller. For more information, go to scaleyourbusinesstoolkit.com. Do you want to be a professional coach? Are you in business trying to make a real difference with people you manage or work with? Have you started a coaching practice that isn't quite getting off the ground? Get the skills you need to be a successful coach today with the Coach's Training Program from Accomplishment Coaching. The Coach's Training Program will show you how to help others focus and be more fulfilled. Whether you want to improve your company's bottom line or create a thriving coaching practice, Accomplishment Coaching can give you the distinctions and practices you need to coach others effectively today. Accomplishment Coaching has spent six years developing a cutting-edge coaches training program that will have you ready to coach people professionally in just 12 months, and you don't have to take time off work to do it. To find out more about the coaches training program, just call 1-888-548-6813. That's 1-888-548-6813. 
Kenja Dixon was crowned the number one sales executive through hard work, deep thinking, and the revelation of Universal Talk Laws. He now wants to share these lessons with you. Universal Talk Laws are what you need to know and use in business and at home to have successful and effective conversations. Kenja Dixon shares his wisdom, action plans, and wealth. Each book comes with a chance to win $10,000. Find Universal Talk Laws at KenjaDixon.com. Hi, this is Rob Barnett, CEO and founder of VinVillage.com and the Wine and Dine Show on VinVillage Radio. Do you have a wine, event, product, or service to promote? Then contact VinVillage.com to reach thousands of wine lovers across the country. VinVillage connects like-minded wine enthusiasts with unique and exclusive wines, events, products, and services. To learn more, contact us on VinVillage.com. VinVillage is where wine lovers connect. 